0: You're listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast hosted by Joe Hunter on the Sound of Life at soundoflife.org. Joe here from Cup of Joe Morning Show in honor of Newsboys being in concert with their spring tour here in Kingston. I got to talk with their keyboard player, Jeff Frankenstein. Enjoy. Well, good to have you along. Now, everybody asked Jeff, how do you pronounce your last name? I'm sure of that, right? You don't get kidded about that at all. Never have since you were two.
1: Oh, never. No, <laughs> never happened. Well, it is It is actually Frankenstein. Okay, yeah.
0: beautiful. Love it. Old school. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's yes, your, sir. That's your inheritance, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep the name
1: alive. There's not many of us left.
0: Wow, I tell you, I guess not right well, man, how would you describe uh it's really newsboys, right? It's not the newsboys, it's newsboys right right That's
1: yeah, pretty- I guess the uh the proper way to say it is newsboys, sure.
0: how would you describe the group in in one word?
1: Oh my gosh, Joe putting me on the spot,
0: uh, you can use uh,
1: it ex- <laughs> eccentric, I would say, oh wow, uh, really? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we've got we've got guys who you know are in this band from all different parts of the country and mm. really all different parts of the world. world. Yeah, uh, you know, our career has spanned over thirty years, and so you know, you could write a volume of uh, encyclopedias or Netflix documentaries <laughs> by now. You know, it's so many stories and so many interesting uh, you know things have happened in our in our lives, ups and downs, and good and bad, and all kinds of stuff.
0: Well, name one of the bad things that happened. you remember Were you around?
1: uh oh man, yeah, I mean we've had all kinds of crazy stuff happen i mean it's uh that's one interesting thing about touring as much as we do like every day is never the same, like even the last week, like I'm calling you from Grand Forks, North Dakota, where we have just driven over eighteen hundred miles where our last show was in Los Angeles, California. We've been dodging blizzards and ice storms, and uh, the high temperature here today is negative 20, and we got crew guys out in the truck trying to load in the show for tonight, and you know, it's just every day is an adventure out here, man. (laughs)
0: I'm sorry, I can't hardly even talk after that. That's incredible. That's amazing. And they'll be coming in in shorts and, and hoodies going, call oh, it's cold. This ain't cold weather.
1: Oh, yeah, people
0: up here are not even
1: phased by it. If we were in uh, Nashville, where we live, the
0: schools would be closed for two weeks.
1: That's right.
0: Wow. I noticed some of your dates were, you know, I mean, the, 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 the cities were spread out. I, I thought, what, do they think they're in Australia again or something?
1: <laughs> going to I know. Well, I think what happens is at the office they uh they've got like a dart ward of the United <laughs> States, and they just throw darts at it and wherever they land, that's where they book the next show.
0: That must be it, boy, you feel okay, good yeah. about that. Well, I know you know you were talking about the history um I was watching an interview with Doug Hannah does our midday, so he was you know talking oh, about yeah. when everybody came together, you know with Peter. And then Michael Tate, a lot of people probably forget that Michael Tate was actually with DC Talk and Toby Mack back in the day, you know?
1: Well, it's kind of how, yeah, it's kind of how things go. I mean, Tate's been with us longer than he was with them. Wow. It's, uh, that's a little bit hard to believe in some ways. It's been about 13 years, which is, uh, it's like a whole nother, whole nother career. And in fact, my kids, you know, my, my oldest daughter is 13, so. She's all interested about the really older stuff and starts digging around and watching old videos of dad. Really? Wow. You know, like, it's like a whole nother world to her. You know, she wasn't even around back then.
0: I wondered about that because, um, you know, everybody has kind of their, I guess, maybe has their era and they remember the album, (laughs) you know, like the cool cool album cover and stuff like that. And and I was thinking there's 20 year olds that are going to be like, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I have no idea.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because we were thinking the same thing that you just said before we left on this tour, and that's kind of what makes this tour a little bit different, more unique than what we've done in the past. We have uh no opening acts on this tour, so, like, we go on stage at 7.15 and play for two and a half hours, and uh there's, like, 30 songs that span all the way back to, like, 1994, all the way up until about two weeks ago. Oh, <laughs> so you
0: are going to do it. Wow, that answers yeah. one of my questions. Wow, good for you. Yeah,
1: we, we play the show in like three sets, three separate little like chapters. It's really fun.
0: Wow. Now I know what you do in your off time. You do like aerobic workouts. <laughs> That's what you do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, Joe, you are very perceptive because in about 15 minutes after we hang up, we're going to work out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. You you have to. You you know now. Yeah. Uh Jet, you're a guitar player, right? I'm a keyboard. I yeah. knew it. I knew if I said that cuz I always get you I get I get you and Jody confused, right? Is, no worries. Okay, so you're on the key. So you're really the you're cool guy on the keyboard. And the whole time you're just yeah. thinking, thank, thank God I'm not Duncan Phillips on that drum set thing that twirls around. No, oh, no,
1: no. I'm glad that both my feet are on the ground.
0: most days. <laughs> you got to make. So, keyboard, yeah, you got like the coolest thing. You really do. But I understand you're a yeah, good I- singer.
1: Well, I don't I don't sing a ton, but we all it's kinda like necessity. We all we all sing and and pitch in where we can. But actually Jody's a great singer. He's got a if you dig back into his career, he's got a a solo record lingering back there in the mid nineties that he did and yeah, he's he's an amazing singer. And of course when you have Tate as your lead singer you know it's it's pretty luxurious to be a background vocalist to that cuz his his voice is like a locomotive just <laughs> bowling over everything in its path on stage it
0: really is it is it is now yeah. i am kind of curious as to how you got with the group and when that happened
1: man so i was in college back in good old 1993 and, uh, a friend of mine promoted a newsboy show at, his, at our, like his local youth room or something like that in a gym. And he knew that my, we were friends and he knew that my mom had just bought a brand new minivan and we needed a car to drive the band around town during the day where they were in town for the show. So that's how I met Peter at the time, who was the lead singer. And, uh, I was driving to like the hotel or whatever. And we had just, bought the same keyboard, and um, so we were talking about that. And, you know, I met all the guys in the band that day and kind of hung out a little bit just working at the show, got to say hi to a few people, whatever. I didn't think much of it, but um, about two months later, I came home from a, a, a class in college and my mom was like, "Yeah, Peter from the Newsboys left <laughs> a message. He wants you to call him back." Really? And uh, I was like, "I was like, that's interesting." So I called him back, and he said, "Yeah, you know, we've got an opening for a keyboard player. We are interested if you were interested." And so I stayed home from school for like three days. I learned all the material. I drove out to meet the band at a show, and they literally threw me on stage for that show wow. and had me play along with them while the their manager at the time listened and um so that was my first show with the band in front of like 2800 people and after the after that the band was like yeah man that was great we'll see you next week you're in (laughs) i I guess i'm in so i went home (laughs) promptly went home from the show and uh told my parents what happened because i was only 19 and uh i was like yeah i'm leaving i'm dropping out of college and i'm out of here so I, i dropped out of college the next day i Packed up my car, and I drove to Nashville, and I jumped on a tour bus with the guys who I barely knew, and that year, we did about 280 <sighs> shows wow. in the U.S., and uh, I thought I would do it for a year or two, Joe, and, and go back to school. I didn't think it would last, and here I am, 30 years later, <laughs> still doing it. So,
0: that is an amazing story, but you know it, It's amazing yeah. how many times something like that happens, that people get in Somewhere like that probably you found out, right? I mean you just it just
1: Yeah, it is. And I think it's just uh I think there's, you know, some some of it's obviously, you know, it was the Lord's call for my life and that was what I was meant to be doing, you know, but uh it happened in a very strange and sudden way. It was you know, a lot of times life yeah, you know, it's like Jody our guitarist, he always says, If you think you know, think of where you think you're gonna be five years from now and whatever that is, you're probably completely wrong <laughs> in life. <laughs> Has a weird way of taking some twists and turns, you know.
0: Well, growing up, <clears throat> I mean, uh, you know, you you must have had like a favorite artist or whatever. I don't know if you were even listening to Christian music. Maybe you're like me. You were listening to Motown <laughs> or something. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. You're you're, you're way yeah. younger than I am, but I didn't know. You know who was your who was your favorite musician when you were young?
1: Yeah. Well, my mom was a musician, so we always had music in the house all the time had you know back in the 70s and early 80s had tons of records laying around and so I was always digging through my parents record collection which was like you said full of Motown music and which I fell in love with I thought Stevie Wonder was just blew my mind on keyboard playing wow and you know like uh, Detroit was a great place to grow up for music there's just music all over the place and So kind of my mom, like, sang in our church, and I played for her. And, you know, our church was almost like a Pentecostal-slash-black gospel church, which, you know, the music part of the services would be, like, up to two hours long, and the pastor could just sing any song. (laughs) It was, like, really, like, you never knew what was going to happen next. And um, so that's why I learned how to play, because you had to kind of be on your toes, and all the musicians in the band would kind of be looking at each other, trying to help each other out as to what was going on on stage or whatever. and So that was a great place to to learn. And then I was in a few bands in high school and, and, you know, played for a few rappers and program stuff and kind of just got my feet wet in technology and all that side of it. And then, when I joined the band, it was just like, it was almost overwhelming because I, I knew a little bit of stuff, but then I got thrown into the deep end <laughs> big time and had to, had to learn, you know, it wasn't like going to college. It was like just being thrown into it while the bus was going at, you know, 150 miles an hour down the road. So, wow. but it was, it was, it was cool. And I had never lived away from home before. So I was just doing all of those things at the same time, but it was cool i you know made makes you a better person when you when you get thrown into it like that
0: that's an amazing background that you were incredibly blessed Uh, that's that's it really is pretty amazing so now you went that you just stayed in nashville since you were 19 i did yeah i did and it's funny because
1: you know it's back in the earlier days of the 90s and stuff nashville was a really weird place to live like you would tell people you were from there, and they'd be like, why? Why did you live there? Oh, wow. <laughs> and, uh, wow. And it was, you know, the reason it be, kind of became a music town at first is because, like, you know, we toured so much. So if you, you could leave on Wednesday night and drive to most of the population of the country and get there overnight while you drove mm. and play and do your weekend shows and get back. But over time, it's just like growing into like a – now it's like a big city. Whenever you tell people you're from there, they're like, they're like no way and they think it's <laughs> amazing and they can't wait to come visit and all those things
0: everybody so, wants to go to nashville now don't they every, <laughs> yeah <laughs> so now we're
1: now we're big time joe <laughs> that's true so we're, we're full if you're thinking about moving there we're
0: actually full. So. yeah i hear you <laughs> <laughs> well, i was gonna joke about newsboys and say well you know after this tour i think maybe you'll make your you'll make a mark for yourself you'll be uh, you know how, how do you keep, how do you keep doing that though how do you keep how do you say okay well this 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 one's really going to be the good year, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, we've, man, like, it's up until about 2019, 2020, it has just been a consistent schedule of touring. And, you know, we're, we're always one of those bands who, you know, we get out and meet the people, you know what I mean? And we've been blessed because of that, because everywhere we go, I mean, even in these shows we've been doing this last week in the Dakotas, like, you know, we're in the middle of nowhere basically, and people come out to these shows and you meet them and they're like, Oh, we saw you here and here, or, or you, me- I met you here or there, you know, like we did it the old fashioned way where you like you went out and you shook people's hands and you got to know them and that kind of thing. And, and it's, it's, it's really cool. But, um, you know, when the COVID hit, we were shut down mm. like everybody else, didn't go anywhere for a year after touring for 25 years, just wow. went to a dead stop and, yeah, that was really tough for everybody, to be honest, because we, you know, <laughs> kind of lost our jobs, our livelihoods, our incomes, everything.
0: Uh,
1: so it was, and then, you know, I had my fourth kid during that time and wow. uh, lost my dad. It was just, it was a tough one. So honestly, you know, this last year or so, we've just been kind of worked back into it. I think people on the road are, you know, fans are more comfortable coming to shows again. And, Things are starting to feel like they did before. Which right. Is fun, but uh, but it's it's been a been, it's been a struggle to get there. No no question
0: about it. People would be very surprised. I know you you're known for your unity, so that's a uh, pretty pretty good deal. I yeah. It was, to... it was put to the test. Wow. Yeah. So I have a couple of questions, for, and you were talking about the old days. I know uh, Duncan was talking about way back. And before he got there, he said, "Oh, thank the Lord, I wasn't there." Where well, they used to dress up like, like uh, <laughs> what what wallabies or something? Oh, I don't know, something oh, yeah. from Australia. in oh, yeah. and hand out flyers. Yeah,
1: back then it was, <laughs> back then it was just anything that would get anyone's attention. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah that's funny. But now somebody, I think I know who asked this too. But uh, who wore the alligator suit back in the? 80s, really? Well,
1: Steve, our Steve, our, our road manager, used to wear like a kangaroo suit and run around. Yeah, so oh, that was, uh, oh that's what he. Okay,
0: yeah. I was okay. He's he's pretty lucky that there
1: there wasn't like cell phones back then. That's true. There's no, <laughs> there's, there's no proof or record of
0: it, but he did. That's true. So, a that's, lot of us of that age, we could be. Oh, thank God for that, man! <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it's we amazing. To remain anonymous. Joe, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> So, who was the uh, most comical somebody wonder who's the most comical in the group?
1: Oh man, you know we all are really funny in our i own would think way yeah. like I'm probably more of like the stealth prankster or like where my 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 jokes are like completely passive aggressive and sarcastic, <laughs> and then like Tate is more like the he's like the ha- like run into the room and ham it up, kind of make everyone laugh that way kind of guy. And, but, you know, you, you have to have a good sense of humor out here on the road. Otherwise, you mm. won't survive. You know, when, when you cram 14 people into a bus for three months straight, um, like all sleeping, you know, like while you're driving down the road, you know, it's, uh, you know, you're right in each other's faces.
0: So wait, there's wait no a room m- for people wait a that minute. are not. Time out. <laughs> yeah. Time- whoa, whoa, whoa. Fourteen? <laughs> supposed to- there's four of you. Okay, yeah so 14
1: four of us and then oh, yeah four of us a driver uh and then crew and and management so yeah we're all in there together it's one big happy family Joe.
0: Man that you, changed the whole know, picture of touring I tell yeah, you that
1: you, you get to know each other better than you would think yeah <laughs> wow
0: that's like when you visit a dairy farm for the very first time and see a hundred cows in action you know you're like whoa lord of mercy (laughs) that's not what i pictured exactly it's pretty close (laughs) wow we see i'd fit in really good if i had a talent i could uh, oh yeah i could be in there i could i could do the humor thing if i had some kind of a a talent right there well i tell you what i don't (laughs) and once you get to the workout now what what's what's the hardest thing for you to do in a workout
1: well, you know, at our age, <laughs> it's more like, uh, it's more like the old calisthenics. It's just trying to like move your body and, uh, and, you know, cause you spend so much time on the road, cramped in small spaces mm. and down, like waiting around. So, I, you know, I was just like, let's, let's just do something for 30 minutes and whether it's walking or running or, you know, whatever. But, uh, we joke that it's like the, the old man club out there <laughs> trying to do our pushups and sit ups and. Just grunting and groaning and... You know, whatever. You know, but it's
0: fun. That that yeah, that kind of came back. That's a that's a real thing. And and for some reason, I keep seeing these videos. I guess you you know you're old when you keep seeing. Forget the weights. So you just use your own body weight. You know and stuff. You're right. But that's us. It, <laughs> that's probably us in the videos. <laughs> yeah. right It really is. It, it's uh, it's a workout. It's no laughing matter. <clears throat> really. Well, I, I hope you guys have fun, and and I hope you survive to get here. Uh, our weather's been really yeah. good this year. For some reason, I don't know would yeah but uh i I know that there's probably something you're thinking i mean gosh all you've told me about your family and everything that's that's a big that's a pretty good prayer list right there but uh if somebody said well how can we pray for you how would you answer that
1: oh you know there's plenty of stuff i mean you know obviously our families they you know we we get on the road and we get taken care of nicely but they they you know have to go on without us while we're gone so we're out Mm. here for a few months and Pray for them. We all got little kids at home and families and wives, and they're trying to scramble and keep going without us around to help. So pray for them. Pray for songs. And obviously safety as we drive through these snowstorms for the next few days and get us all home safe. Yeah.
0: And they're out of their minds. And, hey, look at it this way. Maybe the kids, you know, newsboys, if the if the record keeps going, your kids will be coming <laughs> up and they'll be playing keyboard too. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they could take over. Might, might as well throw a couple more on the bus. <laughs> Would not even do notice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, Jeff's been a pleasure talking with you. It really is. I, I appreciate it very, very yeah. much. I appreciate the time. I know it's got to be. That's got to be tough. Like you drew the short straw. You got to call that Yahoo <laughs> up in New York. No
1: way, man. Talk That's about. Awesome. It. I appreciate you guys taking the time too.
0: Gonna be a blast. All right. Well. Keep joking and having fun, praising God. (laughs) We'll we'll do it, Joe. We'll see you soon, man. All right, so much. God bless you, Jeff. Thanks, sir. All right. Okay. Thank you, my friend. All All right. bye Bye. Bye.